Are we? We're not really, but kind of. Smothering in the the smother of the smothering summer. The smothering of the smothering summer. Yes. I think you put that the most eloquent description of our lives. I mean, as eloquent as I can possibly be. And it's true. I'm on fire. I'm a puddle of <laughs> melting ash. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, ash in a puddle. Ash in a puddle. See? This should be a fun ride. Oh. <laughs> so we're actually really excited to be back for a mm. little bit of time yeah. this summer. Um, we had to come back because we're not sure if you all know this, but it's kind of a big deal over here. The Conjuring made another movie. They sure did. And it was pretty good. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. So we were like, well, we got to talk about that. Mm hmm. And then we were talking and we're like, well, if we're talking about that, well, we should talk about the other Conjuring movies. The entire universe. The entire universe. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about all the Conjurings and then we're going to rank them. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do it in chronological order of the, of the timeline of the movies. Yes. Which Andemic is going to have to help me with because mm -hmm. I obviously did not prepare <laughs> so i just wrote them down in the order they were released that's because all paper bursts into flames right now it's true <sighs> yeah i'm over it over it however we're getting closer to halloween in october oh and so gosh. it is it is time is marching on and we're getting there we're getting there we're getting to my favorite season getting to everyone's favorite season yes i can feel it in my bones the fall is coming nature is dying I love nature. I do too. But I like it. A when, great deal. When, you know. But I like it when it dies. Yeah. It's kind of nice. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Conjuring. Conjuring. Conjuring universe. Okay. okay. Where do so, we start? Overall, what do you think of this um, collection of movies as a series? Ooh, that's a great question. So I am, I'm a pretty big fan of The Conjuring. Mm -hmm. I would say that I think that I gravitate personally, and you'll see this when we get into the individual movies, but I gravitate personally to Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, they're great. So anything that features them, I'm all here for. Mm -hmm. I think they've built up a really cool lore base mm -hmm. around them and the items they collect and mm -hmm. not. So I'm really happy that they've kind of made it into a universe. I'm also super happy that they've made it into a universe because we have all the superhero yeah. universes yeah. and things like and that. slashers and all of that. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, we should have a universe for the paranormal. So I, I actually really appreciate mm -hmm. that about this. Mm -hmm. um, so overall, I think it's a fun mm -hmm. watch. Yeah. And it's a fun thing for horror nerds mm -hmm. to nerd out about. Absolutely. And I feel like they're so well done. Even yes. Even in the movies that I don't particularly love. I would agree. I can find things in them that are still creepy or find things that I still like. Yeah, I'm not going to walk away from a Conjuring movie without having been a little scared at some point. At something. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Which is great because I walk out of a lot of scary movies <laughs> not scared at all. Of anything. pissy about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, anybody who's listening to this watches horror movies and they just know that for every... 10 movies you're going to see one is going to be okay mm -hmm. no one might be fabulous 
one might be okay and the rest are going to be steaming piles. Steaming piles. So, so I think they've, um, I think they got a pretty good track record with this universe. For sure. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. So, you know, having said that, we're going to talk about <laughs> the first one in the series, which is The Nun, which came out in 2018. Yes. Directed by Gary, uh, or he wrote, uh, he wrote it, Gary Doberman, mm-hmm. and it was directed by Corin Hardy. Do- Doberman wrote what he wrote. He wrote It and It Chapter 2. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so, cool. Um, so this is the first the first movie in the Conjuring universe takes place in 1952 mm-hmm. in a monastery yep. uh, in Romania. Yep. A uh, body of a nun is found. Yep. Uh, at the footsteps of the monastery. And uh, a series of things happen. A nu- I, okay, so a young nun comes um, and, a, and a father. A father, priest. Yeah, yeah a priest, they come. And they're going to, you know, investigate what, what happened. Uh, Tassa Farmiga. Yeah. plays Irene who is the uh is she is she a nun or a novitiate I think I don't she think she becomes she's... a nun at one point that's in right the that's right that's right I forgot about that so there is a speculation and I honestly thought this when I watched it that she actually is Lorraine Warren oh yeah I mean I I don't that's never been confirmed I don't believe uh but Tessa Farmiga is Vera Farmiga's sister yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me, who plays Lorraine Warren. Um, and then, you know, her uh, her religious background. Yeah. So. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But I would like to believe that it is because that's yeah. pretty freaking cool. That is super cool. Uh, but anyway, so there's a, a demon mm-hmm. in this uh, named Valak that they're keeping. They're keeping locked away. Right. Um, and, you know through a series of events. I don't want to give away too much. Sure. Um, because as, after I say this, that I did not love this movie, I still say watch the movie. Right. So I'm not going to give away too much. Um, what do you want to add to that? I don't know too much more plot wise. I think you covered it all. Yeah. They kind of uh, go to this monastery and investigate what yeah. the heck's been going on around here. Yeah. Um, and find some creepy shit that's been going on yeah. around here. Um, in terms of likes and dislikes, so I would agree with Endemic. This is not necessarily my favorite Conjuring movie. Yeah. Actually, I'll be very upfront about it. It It's not my most disliked, but it was the most disappointing. It was. I agree with you. Because I thought The Nun mm-hmm. and Valak were going to be so cool to watch their backstory. And horrifying. Horrifying horrifying and then when i watched it in the nun it what it made it not scary anymore to me yeah like there were a couple little scares that i got Mm -hmm. but overall like by the end of it when they're actually fighting Mm -hmm. the demon not scary at all for me no and that i think that for me you know in in all the other movies uh that valak appears it's kind of fleeting or these really intense quick scenes right and to me that was one of the scariest characters i've i had seen in a really long time in movies yes <clears throat> and this just took the magic from it I yeah would agree I, that's that. that's the only way i can describe it i was just disappointed and i think the reason for that is i am kind of of the camp and tell me if you agree that if i know too much about 
a character, a, a villain, mm-hmm. particularly a villain that I'm supposed to be scared of, mm-hmm. then I'm not scared of that person mm-hmm. anymore. It's kind of like when you name the thing, the thing loses its power. Yes, absolutely. And that's kind of what it it feels like for me when villains are mm-hmm. named in horror movies. Mm-hmm. Or explored in horror movies. I totally get that. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, because what you don't see often is so much more terrifying. Uh, and, and even though you yes. see you see the nun in other, there's still a mysticism to it. Uh, like, what the fuck is that thing? And also, I mean, part <clears throat> of the nun's horror is the look of the nun, right? Mm-hmm. It look, yes. It's very scary to look at. Yeah. Uh, the way they did her makeup and mm-hmm. everything. But... When you look at the nun for that long, it loses it that. It loses it. I Absolutely. Don't so it's kind of funny because one of my things I really like about the movie is they do set the atmosphere really well. That's one thing they've done so well in all of the movies. And it really is. It's really creepy, mm-hmm. monastery, mm-hmm. very bleak uh, kind of atmosphere that I love. But I also think it took away a little bit in the scare scenes because was so dark mm-hmm. and dingy you just knew something was ha- gonna happen yeah. like there was no there was no let up to it no we're yeah. just like yeah this whole thing's creepy i yeah. don't know so no nuance really. no nuance interesting. Interesting. Yeah, interesting yeah yeah no that's right um i mean i i still recommend i recommend a, any horror movie just because you know but oh, there are some exceptions but that's another podcast Fair. anyway um, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so, but I will say favorite scene. I have a favorite yes. scene. What is your favorite uh, scene? When the father goes out to the graveyard and gets stuck. Oh my gosh, yes. That's actually a fairly creepy scene. Yes, I'll, I'll agree with that. So that was probably my favorite scene in the movie. The lore behind the movie was kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. the, the legend of how that monastery came to be right. a por- essentially a portal to hell. Yeah. Um, the lore was really cool, but I almost, <laughs> I, when we got to the lore, I was like, man, I wish we could have explored that story more than yeah. what we did explore yeah. in this movie. So I don't know. It's not my favorite. Definitely mm-hmm. worth a watch. You're going to get really creepy imagery out of it. For you will. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if that's what, if that's what you go into horror movies looking for, you're mm-hmm. going to get it with this one. Uh, but I would say if you're like more story driven, this probably isn't going to be your favorite. Yeah. Agreed. I would just, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Okay, so um, number two in the universe, um, this was the last one I watched, uh, Annabelle Creation. Okay. Uh, it came out in 2017, and this one is actually set in 1955. Uh, oh, so it's not too far behind. Like, no. In the universe, it's not far behind. Three years non- in the future. Okay. Yeah, because the nun was 1952. This is 1955. Okay. Uh, and this is the story of a doll maker uh, and his wife. And um, through a series of events, they have a tragedy. They lose their daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might see where this is going to go, considering then I'll, there's a doll. Right, um, right. Uh, so then they open up their home years later to um, some orphans. And uh, one of them, of course, goes snooping around mm-hmm. and finds finds the doll um, that has been locked into a closet, pasted with Bible pages right. and Bible verses. Um, so you can kind of guess, you know, where where the doll came from. They were trying to resurrect their daughter. Let's just say it. Fine. Right. Right. But anyway, um, 
And then so when the she's been lured in there and then um, she she gets let out. Annabelle gets let out. Right. And um, goes to town, um, goes to town. Hell yeah. Um, and eventually gets inside one of the little girls. Uh, Janice is the character's name. Um, a little girl who had polio mm-hmm. couldn't outrun it. And she finally um, she's the one who, who releases the doll anyway. that's the really good tie-in to the universe besides uh, obviously Annabelle the little girl Janice grows up to become somebody who then um you see in the next movie the next movie the next movie yeah for sure so what do you think of this one this was also um Gary Doberman I guess it's Doberman wrote Annabelle creation and he also wrote Annabelle David Sandberg mesmerized by that because you said he also wrote it Uh uh-huh okay yeah I don't want to act like I'm taking a shit on this movie, but <laughs> it was so fucking well done, in my opinion. And this one wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so it is fascinating to me that the same writer wrote both movies. Yeah. That is a really good point. I, 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 it just because like this movie next to it does not like there's no comparison in my mind. Yeah. But OK, so let me back up. What do what do I think of this movie? I didn't hate it mm-hmm. i think again atmosphere really well done they're at like this d- very desolate farmhouse yes so of course that's going to be creepy it's kind of got uh, like a a western feel like south a little bit it does something like that so like that's kind of interesting obviously a bunch of little kids running around this deserted mm-hmm. place the mom is kind of locked away yeah, the mysterious um, mother it, it's a it has some cool elements to it mm-hmm. but i felt like there were some gaping holes in the plot first of all you know you were conjuring something and so what a great idea i'm just going to bring a bunch of children into my house and not tell anyone anything about it yeah but just tell them don't go behind this locked door i mean that's yeah. that that's not that's not going to cause a problem at all no that's not going to release release a devil <laughs> into my home like that there were some thoughts that were not thought out well but i mean it just is the old adage that kids wreck everything so of course the kid's gonna go in there of course i mean come on there dude. wouldn't even have been a movie no. If he if he would have been responsible, mm-hmm. it would, there would have been no movie. And and killed the doll with fire. Of course. I mean, what else do you do with that thing? Uh, <laughs> but that was, I mean, that one was, that was such a gaping hole to me. Man, you've said gaping hole gaping like hole. three times. Uh, <laughs> another thing, like to me, some of the scares got a little cheesy. I mean. Yeah, I'll really, agree. Like. There's a lot of like stuff they try to do with like red eyes off in the. Di- Here's my also gripe with the Annabelle series, and I know you're gonna have some thoughts about this, but they brought in like this imagery of an actual like horned devil. Yes, that lurks in the shadows. Yes, and I'm not scared of it. I'm terrified of that. Fucker. What? Okay, I'm fascinated by this because yeah. to me, I was like, okay, but you're because terrified it of it. Turns up. Uh, and it's upside down and it's climbing on the ceiling. I mean, that's fair. And, you know, when the doll lifts up and then it keeps lifting up and you're like, oh, shit, that's taller than a kid. And then 
you find out, oh, I'm getting chills talking about Just it. Just talking about it. The devil's it. holding up. No. See, that freaks you out. Yeah. Like, to me, it would be scarier if it was literally just the fucking doll. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would the, be scary. The, yeah, the, the, the full black figure. Oh, God. Yeah. That. Okay, well, then I put <clears throat> my foot right in my mouth because to me, that wasn't scary, but apparently that was scary for See, you. See, it's subjective. It is subjective. Um, but, but I agree in that I felt like this one didn't have the caliber of atmosphere and scare that the others do. Agreed. Yes. Um, it felt more to me like a PG-13, this this horror film for the kiddies yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, for sure. Uh, cheap scares. For sure. That kind of thing. Also, what was the little girl's name? Not Janice, but Janice's friend. Linda? Is that right? She had the short hair. Yeah, yeah. Her friend. We're going to call her Linda. Fine. <laughs> so, Linda... Very innocent, very sweet little girl. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> like, here, I found this fun little toy. It was kind of like one of those pop guns where they put the ball in it and then... Oh, yeah. I know there's a ghost in this house and I know it's trying to get me. I see it every night, but I'm going to sit here by myself and shoot the <clears throat> pop gun into the dark hallway yes. and just keep doing it and staring as if nothing is going to happen to me right now. Like, yes. what are you doing, Linda? Get the fuck to bed. Linda. Linda. Close the door. I'm going to look up her name, Walk actually. the fucking door. <laughs> like, what is she because doing? Because kids do dumb shit. That bothered me. I'll tell you the other thing that bothered me is that, so. It was Linda. Holy shit. Look at, look at that. Good call. Would you, would you look at that? <laughs> uh, Janice, the little girl who gets <clears throat> possessed. Yeah. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. They just fucking leave her <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs> they do. They're just like, oh, sorry. We, could, we couldn't find Janice. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, hey, you snooze, oh, you lose. Oh, my God. The bus is fucking leaving. Janice. <laughs> and then the fucking woman is like, well, you know, that wasn't Janice. Excuse me. So you can't. You are legally responsible for this child that you just left to the, the devil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. But <clears throat> had that not happened, then we wouldn't have... The next movie. Annabelle. Well, we would have it. But my thing is, is it is Annabelle just a series? It is a series about a series of irresponsible adults. Yes. That's it. That's what the whole series is about. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Leaving kids up to their own devices. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> Not one thing. Not one thing. So here's what did go wrong. Yeah. Uh, Annabelle is the next movie in the universe. Yeah. 2014 is when it came out. And mm -hmm. it is 12 years after Annabelle creation. Yep. And this is the first, this, this Annabelle movie was directed by John Leonetti. And so basically we see uh, a young pregnant woman and her husband and um, he's uh, he's becoming a doctor and a series of things are happening and they're setting up home and blah 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 the, you know the baby's coming the baby did come mm -hmm. she does yep. come yep. the baby does come and um, the the mother uh, uh, Mia 
is the the wife she collects these dolls and i know the husband finds this rare doll that they only made so many of them blah 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 wonder why yeah exactly and what doll is it annabelle it is the annabelle doll and in the beginning of this uh movie you see some commotion happening next door and through some you know scary things the people next door get murdered mm-hmm. um but here's the tie-in the little girl yeah. janice is the the cult member it's these two cult members that come and kill her adopted parents and right. we find out they're ado- her adopted parents janice is the little girl still possessed yep and they come and kill and then they end up in the house of the um of the doctor and the and his wife and one of the creepiest lines, uh, creepiest delivery, I have to give it to this movie. I like your dolls. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. Goodbye. Fuck you. Fuck me. I'm I'm out of the window. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because it makes sense too now why the woman came into their house. Uh, this cult woman came into their house and found the doll. Yep. Makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, so then basically the family, you know, to get a- away from this trauma, moved to a new apartment and with her kid and, um, but it is definitely not over. No. It is definitely not over. Nope. Annabelle is still, you know, going to wreck some shit. Wreck some shit up. And she does. So this movie for me, um, and we're going to do rankings later, but for me, this is the best one. Okay. And <clears throat> it may be in part because... It was so much scarier than it had any business to be. Fair. I went into it thinking, oh my God, okay, it's a movie about a doll, fine. And it was that that black devil thing. That freaked you that out. That freaked me That's out. That's fair. Um, because you only see it in fleeting glimpses. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It was just, I found it terrifying. This movie has a lot of good scenes. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Like, it has a lot of good scenes. I'm particularly thinking of there's a scene where the Mia is going downstairs. Uh That is the best. It's so good. And like it just makes like so much sense. Like, oh, the baby just went down. The husband's in medical school. Mm -hmm. She's just got to run down to the basement to grab (laughs) something from their storage unit. In broad daylight. Yeah, it's going to be fine. She goes down there and then just terror ensues like baby crying carriage Mm -hmm. in the darkness can't get the elevator to go like everything but you don't so good really see what it is but you get a glimpse of it when she's she has run up the stairs and she turns around and into the darkness it was following her yep but it stays in the shadow yep yep that was creepy holy that's when the movie won me I also love, I love the scene of the two little kids playing on the stairwell (laughs) and she comes down and the little boy is drawing pictures Yes, and he says, oh, don't talk to strangers, blah, 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 right? And you think it's just like a fleeting scene, but Mm -hmm. then they come back and she sees this picture that they drew Mm -hmm. and it was of her and her daughter in a little house and you just and then she keeps going up the stairs and seeing these little drawings Mm. left behind and they get more (laughs) violent and more violent oh it was so sinister yeah that's a great scene yeah it is and even the scene where the little girl like she's in her apartment 
she turns around and she sees the little girl that's supposedly haunting the Annabelle doll. Mm -hmm. And then she just runs at her. Yes. Oh, that freaked, like, because you never expect, like, you you know, when you're watching a scary movie and the creepy thing is behind the person Mm -hmm. or, like, staring at the person and then it might move creepy Mm -hmm. or it might, like, take a step forward. It never fucking runs. It, yeah, it, yeah. It just it didn't. Um, when the little girl ran through the door, then it became the woman. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was creepy. Yeah, I love this movie. It was that was wildly creepy. Um. Okay, so you love this movie. I do mm-hmm. have a plot question for you then. Okay. Uh. So there is a character introduced when they move into the apartment. Mm-hmm. Evelyn. She owns the bookstore. Yes. And she becomes a big deal at the end. Uh, spoiler alert. She saves the family at the end by sacrificing herself. Mm-hmm. Does that feel a little rushed to you? She just met this family. And she is going to sacrifice herself. And who the fuck knows what's going to happen to her soul? Because the devil says it wants a soul. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you can have mine to save this family. That was my one big thing with this movie is like that feels really fat. Like you're you're going to give <laughs> up your soul? Like what does that mean? Well, I guess I kind of look at it because her daughter had died and she right. couldn't save her daughter. Right. So she had guilt. So she had guilt. She, you know, was probably lonely. I you know, I can't imagine what it might feel like to lose a child. So, I guess for me, it made perfect sense that she would that sacrifice she was herself. waiting for that moment of purpose, a, a new moment of purpose, because probably when her daughter died, there was the purpose had gone. I felt gone. And that part makes sense to me. But I guess maybe it's the mystery behind what the hell does it mean to give away your soul? Like, is it as easy as I'm now dead or is it literally I'm damning myself to hell for this family? Yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure. But didn't they, they looked over the edge and she was gone. I thought she was, the, oh, maybe she is gone. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't know why I don't remember. I know. We just watched the, this. Well, it's because I've watched them all. <laughs> and everything has gone. I was like, what? Um, that but, was my main thing. Yeah. But otherwise, I think this movie is great. Yeah. I think that it's very scary. It is. It's well worth your your time. It definitely is. I, I couldn't believe it. I was just so pleasantly surprised. I just thought, oh, it's going to be another one of those. Nah. Right. But nope, it delivered. So uh, here we go into uh, the next movie in the uh, chronology is The Conjuring. Oh. This is when we are introduced to Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yep. Uh, and The Conjuring came out in 2013. James Wan who uh, is the co-creator of Saw and Insidious franchises. He directed The Conjuring. He does really well. I'm not a big fan of the Saw universe, but the Insidious movies are great. Awesome. They're great. They also have Patrick Wilson. At least the first one. Patrick Wilson is an, I I mean, he's an awesome actor. Mm -hmm, Everyone knows that, but he's an underrated horror actor. He's really good. He brings an element to horror. Like he brings like this kind of like steadfastness. Mm -hmm. To horror mm-hmm. that almost makes it more unsettling. Like this is just a normal dude, and <laughs> like this a normal shit dude is happening yeah. to him. Like he just looks like a gentle dude. Yeah, and shit's going down for sure. 
Yeah, I'll agree with that. So this is, like I said, the first to focus on uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Uh, Ed Warren is played by Patrick Wilson and Lorraine is played by Vera Farmiga, Mm -hmm. who personally is one of my all time favorite actresses. Wonderful. Uh, As Norma Bates in the Bates uh, Motel series. Fucking unreal. Oh my God, she was fabulous. Uh, so the the family or uh, Ed and Lorraine are called there. Okay, so should we tell them a little bit about who Ed and Lorraine are? Probably sure. most everybody in this circle knows, but they're just kind of these paranormal experts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorraine is a gifted medium, mm-hmm. uses her gift to figure out when bad things have happened on these certain cases that they study together. Uh, Ed is um, not an ordained minister, but he is ordained to do exorcisms. He was a demonologist. Yes. So they kind of pair up as this investigation team. Mm -hmm. They get called out by the Catholic Church very often Mm -hmm. um, to investigate these paranormal circumstances and help families that are undergoing duress. Yeah. So this first... Um, and they are real, by the way. Yes. They actually existed. Yes. Um, I think Lorraine Warren just passed away just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always... I, I've watched a lot. There's a lot of YouTube videos uh, of old um, interviews with them where they talk about... You know, they were involved in the whole Amityville right, right. Uh, thing. And... They appeared on a lot of shows, and there is just something gentle about them that I like. Whether or not you believe in what they do, I mean, I happen to, but um, they just seem like gentle people who actually make care. care. They care. Yeah, they don't feel like they're trying to scheme you. Yeah. They truly believe in what they're doing, yeah. which I appreciate. And they dedicated their lives to it. Yes. Um. So, anyway, I, I was really, really happy to see that this franchise was done so well. Agreed. Um, and cast so well. So well. So this first movie uh, talks, uh, the Warrens are called out to help the uh, Perrin family, mm-hmm. which this was based on a real uh, a real case, a real haunting case. And you can um, you can find all manner of thing about it on YouTube and, right. you know, anywhere else. But um, and they've moved in. And in the movie, they've moved into this old farmhouse, the family. And uh, almost immediately when they move in, stuff starts to happen. Oh, yeah. Sinister stuff. Sinister shit. <laughs> so, you know. Um, Can we talk about my favorite scene? Yes. In this yes. Let's. The uh, armoire scene, the clapping game. Okay. First of oh, all, this yeah. family's fun little game that they play is let's blindfold somebody mm-hmm. and then hide in the house. So it's like hide and seek. Mm-hmm. But. To make it, I don't know, more thrilling, we have to clap so that they can have some semblance of finding us, right? Mm -hmm. So they'll be walking around and they'll be like, clap. And like the person who's hiding has to clap. And then (laughs) they'll know, okay, oh, I heard that on my left side. Mm -hmm. I better go to the left, right? Mm -hmm. So it's actually kind of a cute concept for a game that I've never heard of before. But they play this game all the time. Well, tell me. Oh, that was just, that was ripe for horror. Yeah. But there is a scene. Spoiler alert. There is a scene. There's this old, beautiful old armoire that just kind of came with the house. Mm -hmm. And the mom and the little girl are playing the clap game while everyone's out. And so the little girl goes and hides and the mom's 
blindfolded and is going to find her. She's saying clap. And she keeps hearing clap from this bedroom where this armoire is. Mm -hmm. And these fucking arms just reach out of the armoire and are clapping. Yep. Not the little girl's arms. (laughs) Not that little girl's arms. Oh, that scene (laughs) fucked me up. Yeah, that was a good one. That was such a good scene. So many good scenes in this movie. I thought it really went up a notch when uh, they were in the living room. And it's oftentimes when things happen in broad daylight, it's scarier somehow. Sure. Um, but when the little girl gets lifted up by her hair. Oh, my And God. thrown around the room. Yes. I was like, oh, hell. Horrifying. Um, but you find out that the property is haunted and um, a woman who was who was hung there um is who's doing it and yep. infest and wants the mother uh, yes. wants to in um to possess the mother and the woman has some sinister background of <clears throat> yes. devil worship mm-hmm. and all of that sort of thing yeah um oh the uh the exorcism scene in the basement oh yeah oh boy yeah you know what's funny okay this is like kind of blasphemy but <laughs> i was rewatching it and it's my it's one of my favorite movies. I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, this is no. how you know I've watched too many scary movies. Not when fun. you can fall asleep <laughs> during the exorcism scene in The Conjuring, then you've known that you have you, you have, are desensitized. Yeah, you are desensitized <laughs> because no one has any business uh-huh. doing that. But I yeah. did. This is a nice little snooze. Well, just as a complete aside that has nothing to do with that, um, I watched exorcist once um laying on my bed in the dark with no covers on oh that you're you're actually asking for trouble i mean that was yeah so i think i'm pretty desensitized you were asking for trouble you're right insane anyway anyway so um but yeah this this movie is it's a roller coaster oh it is it's awesome yeah in such a good way and everyone played like did Mm -hmm. such a great Mm -hmm. job the whole casting i mean well worth it mm-hmm. and it's the namesake of the whole series so yes. you gotta watch if you're yeah. gonna watch the conjuring universe you gotta watch the first conjuring absolutely yeah non-negotiable <laughs> okay so uh where do we go next we go to annabelle comes home so in in each of the the conjuring movies there are little and maybe in most of them there are little vignettes at the beginning um, like where you learn about Annabelle, that the nurses had Annabelle and they invited, they thought it was a little girl. They invited the little girl that was haunting their home to live in Annabelle. And then, um, it terrorizes them. So they take Annabelle away. Right. Uh, the Warrens come and take Annabelle and that's how she ends up at their home in their, uh, they have a paranormal museum in their home that's blessed once a week. Um, you can't touch anything in there. So Annabelle comes home uh, is immediately in the aftermath of that whole thing with the nurses. Yep. And then it jumps to the future. The Warrens aren't really in this one that much. Not too much. They leave. Um, but, uh, of course, the kids, um, the babysitter, isn't it the babysitter? Babysitter and her friends. And her friends get in the museum. And touch stuff. Like, why the fuck would you even want to do that? So it kind of unleashes all kinds of scary shit in the house. Yes. And outside the house. Yes. And um, it's just them trying to to deal with that and survive. Right. This is another one that was written by uh, Gary Doberman and James Wan. I think he also helped write it. Uh, He directed. 
in this one, I can see the Gary Doberman influence, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there are some fun scares. Comedic scares. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I can see mm-hmm. that in this one. So, I, that, that mm-hmm. sits a little bit better for me. Yeah. Um, I liked this one. I did, too. I wouldn't say it's, like, the strongest one, but... It was fun. It was more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did get to see a little bit of the history behind some of the stuff that... Which I thought was super cool. That was so cool. Because yeah. you see, like, they keep going into that little museum mm-hmm. every so often when they're in the movies. So at this point, if you're watching them in release order, you have seen all these little artifacts. Mm-hmm. And so now you get to see, oh, what are these <laughs> all about? So that was yeah. really cool. I liked that idea. And I honestly... I liked getting to know their daughter a little more. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really fun twist on it. Yeah, because she she was in um, she's in them periodically, and you know, she, yeah, uh, but not explored. But you're right. You're right. So I thought that was fun, and I'm gonna say this: of babysitter movies, this was the one of the first where I didn't fucking hate the babysitter. <laughs> right. Like, the babysitter actually wasn't bad. You're right. And even her friend, who is the dumb shit that unleashed everything, yeah, yeah. had a reason. Yeah. So it's like, I don't even hate you. <laughs> and so I was really impressed by that. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was um, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Because I thought, again, um, the, the whole Annabelle thing, okay, great. Is right. It, but, but I thought it was so much fun. The only thing I didn't like about it was the wolf in the yard. Yeah, that one was really I thought they could have left. Yeah, they could have left that out. Ooh, scary cartoon dog. No. Yeah, that was unnecessary. But all the stuff that goes on in the mm-hmm. house was fun. Yeah, the coin, the coin collector guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was scary. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I thought it was just, it was just good and fun. It was fun. It was very fun. Um, I would definitely recommend not a ton, like, It's not a ton. If you're watching these to get like an overarching story, this one just gives you some little background tidbits. Mm -hmm. Not a ton like moving the story forward, but lots of cool like Mm -hmm. things you wouldn't have known Mm -hmm. had you not watched the movie about some of their collection or some of the people around them. Yeah. And it gives a little layer into Ed and Lorraine Warren's life. Yes. What they're (laughs) up against. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah. There's not one movie in this series that I wouldn't say watch, I don't think. Except Except maybe... For this next one. The next one. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have actually a lot of issues. (laughs) Okay, so... Very, very loosely in the universe is The Curse of La Llorona. Uh, And it came out in 2019. And the tie is the priest in the film was the priest who was in Annabelle and came and got the doll. Um, and then I think they also mentioned the Warrens uh, in, in one of the scenes. Um, but other than that, that's, you know, that is, so it's very, very loose, but we added it here just simply because it was loosely based, but uh, also it's set in 1977. No, no, it's just a big hard. No, no, this movie's so boring. And the concept of this one is right. The main woman mm-hmm. is a social worker. Yes. Who kind of 
she I don't know, get in, gets involved in a case where she interferes with a woman who's trying to protect her children from La Llorona. Yeah, she recommends that the boys be taken away from their mother. And then they get killed. And the boys turn up dead. And so the mother blames her for it mm-hmm. and curses her. Yes. And so La Llorona now comes after her and her yes. family. Yes. Is the, the gist of the story. Yeah, that's right. Um... I wanted it to be so good. I wanted it to be good. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I love that folktale, La Llorona. Yes. I love that folktale. It's such a good folktale. Comes out of Mexico. Beautiful folktale. And it's done really well in many ways. Mm -hmm. But this was just not one of them. This felt like it was doing a disservice Mm -hmm. to that folktale and probably because it's in the Americanized version. I'm going to say it. I mean, of course they did not do that folktale any justice Mm -hmm. and it just felt cheesy. Yeah. It felt like one of the, the one offs that you do when you just want to make a quick buck off a horror. Yes. Yes. It felt like, remember those like, they happened in the early 2000s. They were always these quick little one, like the the boogeyman. Yes. Or like the, those types of movies yes. where it's like... One missed call. Yeah. yeah it's those. like there's no substance to this. Mm-hmm. And that's what this felt like. Even though you were drawing off of a legend that is so rich mm-hmm. in substance. Like what the what the hell are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I had a lot of problems with it. But let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Do not despair. Because there is a La Llorona yes. film on Shudder. Yes. And it is a very, it is again an interpretation of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. It is not following the folktale to the T, which I don't need it to. I just need it to do it justice. And this one, I think, arguably does. I would not say, if you go into that movie thinking it's going to be scary, mm-hmm. that you're going to be scared so therefore you will be disappointed but Mm -hmm. if you go into that movie thinking this is just going to be a really cool take on a kind of creepy folk tale is a brilliant brilliant movie yes so if you're going to watch a la llorona movie watch la llorona on shutter so probably needless to say um that will rank last Mm and you know yes 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 okay so next in uh the chronological order uh, is The Conjuring Part 2. And this picks up... Um, this picks up in the aftermath of the Amityville horror yep. investigation. The Amityville murders. So, which you see... Um, I can't remember which movie that had that little vignette at the beginning where they were... Um, where they were in the Amityville house. Anyway, so this picks up in the aftermath of that... Um, and it's set in London, but the Warrens are going through like a media firestorm at this right. point. People saying it's it wasn't real, uh, you know, it was a hoax, blah blah blah. Um, and somebody reaches out to them uh, in London, um, in Enfield, um, to come and something's going on. They some paranormal events are happening in the house, and they're at their wits' end. And so, um, uh, you know, of course, the little girls had been playing with a Ouija board. Always. And so the Warrens come to help. So it's about about them helping this family. I thought this one was so well done, too. This one scared me the most out of every Did it? every single one. This is the movie that scared me. Which, what, what specifically? Valak. Yeah. 
This is why I fucking hate none. <laughs> because this is where we actually see if you're so again, you if you were watching these in release order, mm-hmm. this one you would have seen before you saw the nun. And Valak is introduced in this one and is so fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Just like these fleeting glimpses, like you said, mm-hmm. Antonic, down a hallway mm-hmm. in a shadowy corner of the mm-hmm. room. So scary. Mm-hmm. Even at the like culmination of the plot at the end mm-hmm. where Valak's in like the corner and all this horrible shit's happening and it goes a little CGI where it screams and it has mm-hmm. these bloody still fucking scary. <laughs> Every part of it mm-hmm. terrifying. This movie, when I saw this movie, I had to stay, I had to sleep with the lights on for three nights in a row because I was so fucking scared of that. That is the sign of a great movie and when it this can do one that did to it. you. This one did that to wow, me. Wow, that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. And it was Valak. Yeah. 100%. When it walks around the room and gets behind the painting. Oh, fuck I mean, that. what the... <laughs> Or when the daughter's in the hallway and goes, who is that? <laughs> what the? I, that's the scene that will forever haunt me. Because you're not expecting it. You just see her and she, you say, who is that? And you're like, oh, you're just going to see this. And then you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> well, oh, and it's so that scary. scene for me, when I get up uh, at night to, I don't know, in my apartment, go to the bathroom or whatever. Hell yeah. Uh, my laundry room door is, is always full-on open because it's where my cat box is and uh it's dark in there yeah so as i'm crossing the hall i look you know or like what the fuck's gonna happen the day that there are two glowing eyes and it's the damn nun oh jesus i think that every time i get up at night i know that's the thing it's like why do we look i don't know know how you hear the thing and you have to look or like you think you see a shadow and you have to look like why if it is what I think it like, you know, why do we look? Why do we look? I can't. It's not, not like you're gonna want to fucking see it. No, I don't want to see it's it. It's like that the stupid thing, which is so funny but true. Where it's like, uh, have you ever seen that cartoon where you were sleeping and then your foot falls out from underneath <laughs> the cover, so the creepy man under the bed's gonna come? Oh, but you put your fi- your yeah. foot back. Oh, just just playing. Like, if the creepy man's under the bed, he's going to come get you whether your foot's out or not. That is a really good so point. So just put your foot wherever the fuck you want to put it. Yeah. And do you really want to see it coming anyway? Yeah. I don't know, but we do. We look every we time. We look every time. I stare into the dark every time. Yep. Yep. Every time. Every single time. Like, also, I don't know if you do this. I have to sleep a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to sleep so I'm facing doorways. Mm-hmm. Of course, I sleep with my fucking door locked. You shut your door? Locked. I don't like, I don't like sleeping behind a closed door very much. What? Huh? Oh, I lock shit. I'll barricade myself in a damn room. <laughs> I absolutely will. Uh, but I have to face it. Like, okay. What the fuck? So I can wake up with it just fucking looking at yeah. me? What am I doing? Like, yeah. that's going to matter which way I'm turned. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we do what we do. You can't, you don't sleep behind a locked door. No. Oh my God. My God, no. Okay, listeners, we need to know. We need to do a poll. <laughs> do you sleep behind a locked door? I have never in my life shut a door to a room I'm sleeping in myself. Really? No. That's so fascinating to me. Yeah. 
See, for me, I can't sleep. I have to have feet. the door open. I have to have it locked. Barricaded, if I, preferably. Preferably if I could put everything I own in front of <laughs> the door <laughs> to separate God. me from everything outside I want. Oh, my God. Like Thurber's uh, mother who would put all the valuables outside the yes. door yeah, so the burglar could just take them. Just em. fucking take them. You don't need to come in here. <laughs> no. Nope, nope, nope. I don't want a closed door. I put shit on doorknobs so that if someone were to open it, I could fucking hear it. Like, that's how I'm like, don't don't come in here. We've got some issues to discuss. We have a lot of issues. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of issues. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever makes you feel safe. I used to have one of those door jams, you know, you put underneath the... Do you want me to tell you a nightmare about a door jam? One of those things that's sitting right over there? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, so... I know they don't really work. No. They're just like... A... If you... Yeah, I'm not going to tell you how to... But you can get it open really easily. Oh, yeah, no, I know they don't work. It was just fash... It was just fashionable at the time because I didn't have a lock on the door that I had to use it with. So not only would I put the door jam in there, I literally would move like my fucking bookcase in front of the door every night because I'm like... Jesus wept. I'm, I was like, if someone tries to get here, I'm at least going to hear it. You know what you should have by your bed? What? Um, and somebody told told me this a long, long time ago um, and I did for years uh, have this by my bed, uh, a can of wasp spray, the, the ones that shoot up to 40 feet. So you can get them from the bed to the door. What a good idea. Yeah. Get them right in the eyes. Okay. I'm going to You're gonna go, go to, the to store. my local yeah. hardware store. <laughs> go to the store. So yeah, um, I always kept a, a can of that by the bed. What a mm-hmm. great idea. Everyone listening to this podcast, go get yourself <laughs> a bottle of wasp spray uh-huh. right now. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. I feel vulnerable with the door shut and you so feel someone vulnerable. couldn't get into you if you needed them to kind of thing? no i don't know that i don't know what's on the other side and you feel vulnerable with it open with it open yeah well that actually describes our personalities to a t if something were to like come after you you'd be like <laughs> fuck you and go after it and if something were to come after me i'd be like i'm finding the deepest hole and hiding in it <laughs> I feel like we need to explore this further. No, I don't think we <laughs> need to. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll, uh, <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. This is fascinating. Um, <laughs> we'll stick to the conjuring today, though. <laughs> so, what I say? Uh, conjuring 2. 2, yes. Um, there were some really scary scenes in this. Uh, oh. when When she's... Um, asleep but not or whatever is happening to her where she's stuck to the ceiling fucking awful and the I guy know. gets up and is walking oh awful yeah awful that was and the um the cgi thing that came out of the tent but it was still a little creepy still a little creepy they did it it was it was done well yeah this this movie was freaked yeah and then all the Valak stuff. Yes, you are absolutely right. Valak was just And then terrifying. when you go back and think about it, where it was revealing itself, she knew oh, its yeah. name because it was revealing itself in yep. so many different ways. 
you told me. Yeah. And, oh, oh. You told so me. Good. Oh, oh so good. I freaking love. And Lorraine. Yeah, Lorraine's a up. badass, man. Oh, yeah. It was so good. She was like, I'm going to fucking get you. Mm-hmm. Scariest villain in the whole series. And Lorraine's like, I'm coming right yeah. after you and I'm not afraid of you. I'm like, good mm-hmm. for you. I'm going to watch from behind the screen. Yeah, I love how brave um, they make both of them, but particularly her. It's her strength oh, yeah. that drives the team. Oh I think. yeah, oh yeah. But but also I think their strength lifted. They lifted each other up. I they think do. that too they, for sure. But they do. Man, she's she, and the way she carries herself when she's just going after it. Holy shit! And the unspoken thing, their fucking outfits are <laughs> excellent. Whoever is costuming these yeah. films, I need. I need to employ them mm-hmm. for myself you need a, a full ruffle neck all black all black mm-hmm. oh, i love it okay <laughs> sorry that's great okay so um yeah that's uh that's that one i i mean i highly recommend it also it's oh, it's so good. good they're they're um some of the footage they uh recreate comes from some of the footage from the original documentary that was shot at the the real house yeah um so it's it's interesting and there's a lot of speculation that maybe it wasn't real or it was but listening to that little kid do the voice thing i i don't know man it was pretty creepy so that little kid would have had to have some fucking yeah like the voice coaching yeah oh my god yeah to do that Mm-hmm. So um, definitely a watch, a must watch. Okay, so we've actually come to the last the movie. last one, uh, and it is The Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It, which just came out this year. Yes, yes. Um, it was on HBO Max and in theaters, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so they return. Uh, the the Warrens return to defend this kid who in 1981 um, murdered someone. Mm-hmm. but was but in, but was likely possibly possessed by a demon yes and I, this movie to me it wasn't as scary there, there were a couple of moments but it it was more like a like a one-off 1950s uh action thriller it was a thriller it was a crime thriller yeah action yes. yeah crime thriller um you know meets x-files scully and Mulder, you know yes. but it's the warrens and yes I, it was just quick and it was yes. just really fun and the baddie was cool i like the the villain in this one um oh the uh the daughter of yes the, yeah yeah i thought that was kind of cool yeah she was a trick tricky tricky trick she really was i didn't expect that no um, anyway, so we won't tell you so much too much because this one is still around in the theaters and stuff. But yeah. um, but it was so much fun, super fun. Uh, definitely a different take than I'm used to in the Conjuring universe, mm-hmm. but a welcome take. Mm-hmm. I think it was really cool. Um, again, Ed and Lorraine Shrine, like wonderful mm-hmm. there, and also a really fucking killer waterbed scene. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. And that little boy is cute as a button. Yeah. So cute. And what happened to him on that table? Fucked. <sighs> Majorly fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So I this one's fun. I would agree. It's definitely not the scariest 
by any means. No. But it's fun. It centers Ed and Lorraine, which I love. Mm-hmm. There are some really creepy little sites. Uh, and it's good. And there are a lot of actually good homages in this one. Ooh. So different horror movies. There's an Exorcist homage. There's a Nightmare on Elm Street homage. Which one was that? The homage. Yeah. He's in the shower and the blood comes up. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Right. There's some like little Easter eggs little in there. Little Easter eggs in there. That's great. I'm going to have to, because I only, I only watched that one the once. Um, I need to go back and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly, or interestingly, this one was uh, directed by this uh, Michael Chavez, who also directed La Llorona. Really? Yeah. I would have never yeah. guessed. Yeah. I wa- I'm like sitting there. I'm like, oh, well, maybe modern. Mo- no. No. <laughs> Nothing about those two movies compares. So he redeemed himself. He redeemed himself. Yeah. Good job. Yep. Good job on that. Yeah. So so that's that's the conjuring that's universe the conjuring universe you know what i think that i'm gonna have to re-rank mine after our conversation today oh interesting okay do i tell. came with my rankings but i think i'm going to have to re-rank should we start with our favorites or should we start no well, let's start with the worst should we go worst to best worst to best okay well my worst has not changed just lol around lol your own yep that's what my, number eight not great then the nun that's my number seven also. The Nun. Not my favorite. Then Annabelle Creation. <laughs> that is also my number six. Six. So with number five, I'm going to give that to Annabelle Comes Home. That is my number five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wow. I feel like the end of the spectrum like is similar, right? Yeah. Like, yes. Can, but with the top, so the top four, I think number four for me is probably The Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, okay. Because it didn't, it, I loved it, but it was still, it was that crime thriller to me. Right. So it's kind of middle of the road for me. My number four was The Conjuring 2. Interesting. But now that we've had this little bit of conversation about The Devil Made Me Do It, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is more of that action-y, a thriller type, like a crime thriller. Yep. <sighs> So I think I'm going to swap places. You're going to swap it? I'm going to swap it out and make that my number four. And then, yeah, and then Conjuring 2 as my number Number three. three. My number three is Annabelle. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number two? Number two. Okay. I'm changing my ranking. Number two for me is The Conjuring. That's, what? That's number two for me also. But what did you... What is your number one then? The Conjuring 2. Really? Yeah. So what made you change your ranking? So originally it went The Conjuring and then The Conjuring 2. Yeah. So it's my one and two. Right. But I think if I'm going to rank these based on my enjoyment plus the scare factor, Mm -hmm. I loved the original Conjuring. Mm -hmm. I think it was a rich story Mm -hmm. and it was well acted. But The Conjuring 2 scared the shit out of me. Okay. And it kept me up for three days. And that means something. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to say The Conjuring 2. All right. Fair enough. Equally Ma- well acted. Excellent. My number one is Annabelle. Yeah. Be For the same reason, basically, that damn devil thing. Oh, scare the shit out of you. Scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Such a good universe. Really good universe. 
And I want more Ed and Lorraine for sure. For sure. I hope they come back in something. They would have to. These movies are super popular. Popular. Yeah. And they, they, and they at least get on base every time. Yeah. And there's so, so much shit in that museum that they could do, like. I know. Just <laughs> Keep going. Do, do another one of those. I do wonder if they're going to tackle Amityville. That's been Ooh. done so many times, but never through the lens of the Warrens like this. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, in, in this sort of format. I hope they do. I, hope I would they love do. that. That'd be so cool. So, listeners, mm. we want to know what you think. Mm-hmm. Please visit our website, thehorrorsalon.com, and go to the Contact Us page and let us know which of the horror, uh, the Conjuring universes, Universe movies you find the scariest did you agree or do you disagree yeah i'm I, and do you do you sleep with your bedroom door locked or unlocked yeah yeah please please this, clarify this has been the biggest revelation of the past year and a half yeah this is a thing <laughs> this is a thing yeah <laughs> that's so weird we don't want to me. feel vulnerable it's <laughs> so weird to me man anyway i'm gonna be thinking about that yeah for sure. But now I'm going to also think about that damn devil thing on the stairs. And get your damn wasp spray is all I got Get say. the wasp spray. It, it shoots up to 40 feet. I mean, that's great. So you don't have to get close. That's great. And then smack them with a billy club. I have one of those on my door. Oh, hanging on my good door. Idea. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> you so got to do what you got to do. So many good safety ideas today. <laughs> <laughs> Did we mention it's summer and we're fried? <laughs> we don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Um, well, Horners, we're going to be back at you here soon mm, with a yes. brand new season. Follow us along on Instagram at the Horror Salon. We're going to be making some fun announcements coming up here soon. Yeah. Um, all about what that new season is going to be all about. Um, but you will be hearing from us very shortly. It's going to be um, interactive. That's a little ooh, teaser. Yes, it is. So we are so thankful for you for tuning in tonight. We hope you enjoyed And we'll catch you next time at the Horror Salon. Monsters, it's the witch and Anne Demick. Music for this episode is Rage by the 126ers. Check out our website for show notes and links to some cool extras. Later, nerds. <laughs>